Hello, this is John Harrigan with your Daily Startup. Today we're going to look at our core and awaken our immortality. Imagine the core of you with me today, if you can, a core of happiness, love, and bliss. Inside, at the center of you, there's happiness, love, and bliss. Think of being happy and see that happiness in every cell of your body. Vision love in all of you, all of your physical being and a bit beyond into the room and have bliss with me today and right, and right now. Bliss and happiness. Bliss. Where is that core of you located? Where is your core located physically? Kind of scan your body and maybe you don't sense it or feel it, but if you had to say where it was, invent a place for your core to be. It's probably at the, the center of your weight. My core, I think, is a bit uh, below my heart um, on a place in my sternum, maybe about four inches inside. So find your core, decide where your core might be. This isn't right or wrong, it's just you visualizing this core to help this exercise happen. Does your core have a color? Any color is right or wrong. Does your core have a color? Think for a minute. What color is your core? My core is usually golden with a, a bit of red, kind of like a fire, but it's not a fire at all. It's love blazing sort of, but not blazing hot, just blazing pure, immortal and good. A deep love, an eternal love, an endless love, a compassionate color, but gold, maybe gold with some yellows and reds. That's just what's inside me, my soul, my core, whatever you want to call it, the starting place of you inside you, your core. Imagine this core right now is timeless, eternal, all-knowing and good. Imagine this core is the wonderful, perfect you. Perfect you. We're not acting perfect in the world. We're not making no mistakes and never getting frustrated or mad. We're never that type of perfection. That wouldn't work. But I suggest to you there is a perfect golden you inside with love and compassion and bliss. And we can find that and feel it and live from that place, but fully human and flawed at the same time, yet making progress every minute right now with me. Imagine your core as a pure and perfect you and just pause for a moment. There is this pure and perfect you, wonderful and alive. And you may already feel that. You may already know that. You may have had two or more wonderful parents in your life that helped you see that pure and perfect you. But so often, we don't have that. We don't have the perfect parents because people aren't perfect. So often, we don't have that. Um, we may have a partial view of the goodness in ourselves, or we may have no view whatsoever of goodness within us. We may have no view 
of that pure and perfect being ourselves we may not have we may have no view no vision of that pure and perfect you that pure and perfect me and you inside us at our core so if you're getting a sense of my perfect core the perfect being that i suggest is inside you if you're getting a sense of that just know that it's you it's you inside you and it's really I think what we all share together, I suggest, I, I don't think that your core is any different than mine. Everybody I've ever known on a path of spiritual growth, of personal growth towards goodness, health, and life, everybody I've ever known that has worked on that eventually, quickly, or over longer periods of time always gets to this pure and beautiful place. And I kid you not, we share it together. Whenever I'm with a group of people that have access this core, the soul of goodness, life, and love, it is shared, it is multiplied exponentially as we're all doing that in that together. It's, I'm not particularly religious, but it's even happened to me often at some churches that I've gone to where people are really diligent about their spiritual practice. It happens often at 12-step meetings that I've been going to um, for over 30 years. Um, that's also part of my practice. The 12 steps are simply a historic way of achieving your best spirituality, getting to that core of you, developing spiritually, developing personally, learning to have relationships with yourself, um, a greater power in all of life. The 12 steps have been alive forever in the world, in every spiritual practice, but they come together in modern 12-step programs very nicely. And if you choose to do immortality coaching, and we suggest that you have a little experience first, if you choose to do immortality coaching, we will take you through the 12 steps, but the 12 steps for immortality, the 12 steps for lasting life, where we become more self-aware. The 12 steps are designed specifically to take you to this pure and loving soul, to take you to a greater sense of goodness in life than you may have ever imagined possible. And I suggest to you, everything that everybody does in the world, good or bad, Everything we do is searching for that pure and happy soul, that endless love and goodness in our core, in the world, in life. There is no pleasure, I suggest to you, that is greater than this, but it must be shared or it doesn't come to us. It must be shared with other people somehow, some way. Just go to the store and smile a little more than you would. Go to Walmart and look for somebody that's lost and confused and ask them if you can help them. I kid you not, I do that. I've done that as a daily practice just to access and give away the good in me. It's not easy to do always, but if you practice it every day, like anything, you get better at it. It gets easier to accomplish. It's something that comes and takes care of you. 
With me now, relax. Remember, always relax. Relax and breathe easy. Or relax and breathe easily. But the easy part is coming into our grammar. Relax and breathe easy. That's always a part of everything you do with the secret to immortality. We're first relaxed. We step back from the chaos of the day. We step back from that, I got to do this, I got to do that. We step back into a little bit of peace and we breathe easily from the center of your being imagine this core your core from the center of your being right now imagine it imagine it going out to include all of your body imagine this perfect core of love happiness and bliss there is eternal happiness there is eternal bliss imagine this in all of your body every cell of your body, every muscle, every bone, alive with happiness and bliss, with an eternal happiness and bliss. A core of perfect good and grace being you right now, today. Next, imagine this core of your body going out to include all of the room. Imagine the happiness, grace, and love that you're feeling in yourself right now Imagine that happiness, grace, and love surrounding you and caring for you and caressing you in the room that you're in. Or if you're in your car doing this exercise in your car. Or if you're in your office listening to this in your office. Imagine this compassionate love, this goodness and grace that's caring for you, that's protecting you. Imagine this goodness in the neighborhood, in the community where you're physically located now. If you're out in a forest, imagine it in the immediate forest surrounding you and caring for you. Then imagine this goodness, grace, and love in all of your city, in all of the world, and then you get it, all of creation. Happiness, goodness, and love that's in your core, your sharingness with all of creation. All of creation. See all the world, the earth, as your core, your soul and heart that is shared with everyone on the planet, that is shared with the core of the earth, with the surface and everywhere in between. See all the world, the earth, as your core, your soul and heart, as all of you giving to you, you giving to it. See a perfect world of good. A perfect world of good happiness and grace breathe easily in and out in and out relax every muscle in your body head to toe and in between breathe easily in and out you are physically here right now as all of you happy well and good your body is alive with love compassion and grace alive in an immortal way a timeless way it's not that you invoke immortality as a superpower it's not that you claim eternal life as your birthright which it is this is calm and easy when we're at this lasting eternal core notice i didn't say immortal or eternal trying to find another word when we're at this lasting eternal core of goodness and grace, 
We're not thinking of immortality. We're not thinking of eternal life. We're not forcing it to happen or it can't happen. We're just accepting it, observing it as ourselves, as who we are. It just so happens that this core being of ourselves is eternal, is timeless. But when we're there, we don't see it as that because it's simply who we are without end. It's endless. It's giving. It's well. It's happy. It's in a blissful state of emotion. Your body is happy. Happy body. Your body is in love. A body in love. When I say, when I sign off in a letter, in an email, I say, I might say, strong, happy, and in love. I mean this type of love. Pure, endless love. But It's not that this type of love isn't what you feel when you're in love with someone. It is what you feel. And what a wonderful feeling to be in love. It's kind of like we're given that gift. But so often in an earthly love relationship with another person, there can be expectations, there can be egoism, there can be unconscious demands that we have and it kind of mucks up that love and may eventually choke it off but that love when it was there was this endless perfect love and if you're in a relationship and i have my masters in family relations and i counseled families and children relationships are a primary interest of mine and it should be of you happiness doesn't come in life without happy relationships And unhappiness in life doesn't come without unhappy relationships or without unwanted loneliness where you don't have any relationships. But that can and will slowly change as we work together on the secret to immortality. Again, your body is happy and in love. Feel that happiness love in your body take it into the world to a safe and reasonable place. There's somebody that doesn't like you and doesn't treat you well. Um, Maybe leave them alone today. (laughs) Your body is well, compassionate and wise. My body is wise? Hmm. Your body is well, compassionate and wise. What does it feel like to be wise? If this wisdom comes to you naturally, without effort or study, what does it feel like if you had that wisdom right now? I'll clue you in. It's not a wisdom that is exists separate as you. I'm so smart. I'm so smart to see how wise and good I am. Anything you have with the secret to immortality, anything you have in spiritual development, it's something shared. Our consciousness, the real true who we are, it's not a person alone in the world. It's a shared consciousness. When I find myself, when I'm comfortable and at ease, I'm in a shared consciousness. That's the real me. That shared consciousness with a higher power. If you're religious, it may be God. If you're an atheist, it may be just a deeper, more meaningful you. There is a greater you, a greater sense of being as part of the secret to immortality, as part of every spiritual personal development program, there is a greater you, a higher power, a greater you within, a more meaningful you. And what does that feel like to be that person? 
And when that greater you connects, when you connect with that greater you as you become that greater you, that higher power, as God consciousness becomes the consciousness of your life, how does it feel to be connected to all that goodness? All that goodness in the world that is infinite, that extends to the infinite. How does that feel to be connected, to be part of that, to belong as that in the world? Compassionate, God consciousness, a greater sense of being. The secret to immortality and everything I'm talking about, it's not religious. I do come from a somewhat religious background, if being an Episcopalian is truly religious. Um, I do come from a somewhat religious background, probably more like the Unity Church, but I grew up in an Episcopal church with a lot of Unity literature. So my point in telling you that is not that you should do that and not that that's for you. Just to say my language sometimes wraps around from that origin. With the secret to immortality, this is for everyone. It doesn't matter where you are in your spiritual development. It doesn't matter what your background, an atheist, agnostic, somewhere in between. I would like to see a world, a world where we don't label each other as atheist, as agnostic, as something else where you have to agree with me. You have to believe in this and that. Gosh, not at all. With um, the secret to immortality, we're all accessing the same pure and perfect place, the same compassion, love, and goodness, the same eternal in the flesh. And this may sound like spiritual masters you've read about, certainly um, everlasting life as the physical body in the physical body is what Jesus talked about most of the time. And he gave instructions about how to get there and how to have that. And they're pretty much the instructions that I'm giving you here. There's a discipline in any spiritual practice. There's a discipline because it's hard to do. Biologically, we're predators. We have the same kind of brain as a lion or any predatory animal. You know, we have a cerebral cortex to um, be social and get along in our family, not so well in the world, but we're working at it. I said to one person, my background, I have a lot of sciences and I, I love them and um, they speak to me in a good way. And when you understand that biologically all humans are predators, it's quite amazing that we get along as, as well as we can, but it's never good enough. And that's what the secret to immortality is for. It's how to get the predator instinct under control so we aren't hurting people and hurting ourselves on purpose. And so we stop hurting other people and ourselves in little unconscious ways that we all do like that or not, believe that or not, but as you go through immortality coaching, we look more closely at our behaviors and our motives for what we said or what we did, and we successively, step by step, get closer to the eternal compassionate you in how you speak, in how you think, in how you act into the world. Your body is happy. In love, your body is well, compassionate, and wise. 
It's all in our physical body. Don't dissociate. Go into your body. Your core of goodness, wisdom, and love is physical. Physical. There's, there's no separation. Don't dissociate and go to other places, other ideas. Everything is through the center of your body, I suggest. Work through it, get to that, and then express this eternal compassion in the world as the physical you. Don't dissociate into other realms, other imagined realms and places to be, real or not. Don't dissociate. We're facing ourselves fully. And that's not easy to do always. And that's why you get an immortality coach. We're facing our fully, we're facing ourselves fully, looking within at who we are. We're going through any roughness that has layered over this wonderful being. And we go through that slowly, step by step. We are well. We are healthy, compassionate, and wise. And you may not have perfect health. That doesn't matter. You can still feel perfect health in your body. You can still feel compassion and universal wisdom and grace in your physical body. What does it feel like to be wise? What does it feel like to be connected to all the wisdom in the world and more? See all of your body well, full of health. Be compassionate. Ask for compassion in your life. Lots of times I get to a place, I get working a lot, I get doing something, and the feelings of compassion, grace, and love just aren't really there for me. So I ask for them. doesn't matter who or what you ask. Ask your brain. Your brain will give you everything. You can ask your brain and your brain and body will respond. Ask for compassion right now. Let's ask for compassion in our body, in our life. Boom. It's, it's here. It's for us. Compassion. Compassion is the most wonderful thing, however you describe it. Compassion. You know, in the Western world, we don't focus so much on compassion. Maybe talk about love, which works just as well, but I ask you today to focus on compassion and maybe ask yourself, well, what is compassion? Be compassionate. Ask for compassion in your life this instant. Understanding other people is part of compassion. Understanding how other people struggle. Maybe look at every person you see today or just practice this exercise for a moment. Look at other people and understand that Everyone you see is struggling. Everyone you see has difficulties and unanswered questions in their lives. And every human you see is somebody's child still. They were a child born into the world. See them, understand how this child has grown up, yet how this child remains and struggles and has some fears. Have love and grace for another person's reality. Have love and grace. Don't try to force a difficult person to suddenly have an insight and treat you well because you're thinking of love and grace. I suggest to you that doesn't happen. If you're around people that are difficult and not acting their best, maybe step away. And if they keep doing this and they're really believing this is who they are and they're not going to change, Maybe walk away. This isn't about, 
oh, if I just act loving and compassionate, this person that's always acting badly is suddenly going to change. Well, they're probably not going to change. But you can stop wanting these other people. Maybe it's somebody in your family and you, you're going to be around them. You have to be around them. A child, a, a spouse, a loved one, uh, whomever. You can stop trying to want them to be different and instead focus on yourself, your compassion, your goodness, your grace and love, feeling that in you without expectation of anyone else becoming one way or another, you, you're always, you always have a guarantee that when you talk to me, if I'm coaching you and we're having conversations, I will have love and grace, understanding, compassionate, goodness, kindness, and love as I'm teaching you to have that too. And as this movement grows, as the online community for the secret to immortality, as we grow and start having live events, well, then everybody is required to be acting, to be going toward compassionate grace and love, their eternal selves. You are your body in this world. And just pause for a minute and think about that. You are your body in this world. Everything begins and ends with your body. Think of it, your physical being. Your physical being, I suggest, is all of you, all you ever need to become, all you ever will become, begins and ends with your physical body. And that can be tough to, to understand that as you do. You are your physical body in this world. That's your everything and all of you, compassionate and good, giving and happy, you and your body. Physically, we are compassionate, physically compassionate, physically good, feeling it, vibrating in every cell of our body. That's who we are. This self of you and me right now, this giving and happy self that is who we are alive in the world right now. We are in this world giving and happy. We have bodies that are giving compassion with understanding and love. We are eternal, you and I. Bless you and keep you. That's all of today's daily startup and talk. Another talk, it just emerged. It simply happened. Bless you and keep you. Go about your day with grace, happiness, kindness, and love. That's all for now.